0: famous Jiggy Jaguar radio program. Raw and uncut, Jiggy Jag, you know how you do it. You know what I'm saying? Keeping it all the way live. Broadcasting live from Hutchinson, Kansas.
1: Well, I'm sitting here with a linguist. I a had linguist. no idea. <laughs> I love that. I didn't that. know you were a but I didn't know that you were a wordsmith.
0: <laughs> Call Jiggy right now. Two six seven twenty two 22 jiggy
1: Hey, Jiggy, what's happening, man? you must be that uh, David Bowie song. Jiggy play guitar. Jack. It's a great name, man. Thanks so much for joining me on the show. Presenting. I'm, I'm Mike Massey. And, uh, you know, you can catch me on Jiggy Jag TV and uh, see a few of my drinks up there. Thank you very much.
0: Jiggy Jaguar. I never knew what freedom was
2: until I saw you lose yours.
1: Oh boy, oh boy, it is the world famous Chicky Jaguar radio broadcast, coast to coast, boner to boner on the tune-in, on iTunes, Radio Loyalty, Stitcher, and the brand new Chicky Jaguar app available in the app store, cheekyjaguar.us. You can stream the show live 24-7 replay, exclusive news and programming information. All oh, available on our app. You can also go to our brand new website, JiggyJaguar.com. Oh, that is a labor of love because that took five hours to build. <laughs> it is. Uh... <laughs> oh, we're rocking and a rolling today and we're making things happen. Check out JiggyJaguar.com for more information on what we're up to. I uh, did a cool little pre-tape earlier today that we're going to run on Build, Grown, and Joy and a few other places. Uh, we may even run it here at some stage of the game uh, with Alarm for War, a uh, 13-year-old uh, fronted band. And uh, this kid's good. He is fantastic. And um, what is ironic is that his parents... Uh, one of them is his, his dad is Bradley Dean. And if you don't know who Bradley Dean is, you've been hiding under a rock for a little bit. Uh, we had them on this radio broadcast about five years ago, the sons of Liberty. Uh, that is absolutely amazing to me that, um, I'm starting to meet all the people that I've interviewed over the years. I don't know if that's a good sign or if that's a bad sign. Or if it's a sign at all. Is it a sign at all? I don't know. Who knows, kids? Carol Lieberman is going to join us uh, in this broadcast. She will be with us. Uh, We're also going to be chatting with Chuck Volmer as well. The amazing Chuck Volmer. Star, stage, and screen. Chuck Volmer. So it'll be uh, very interesting. We're going to call Carol Lieberman first. Carol's going to join us on the old Skype audio here in just a few moments. Lieberman's uh, office. Looking to speak to uh, Carol Lieberman for her radio interview.
2: Okay, who's calling?
1: James Lowe with KJ Radio and iHeartRadio.
2: Hold on one moment.
1: No problem. Look at that, they got a hold music, baby always love HOLD music. HOLD music is fantastic. Hello? Hello, is this Carol? Yes. Hey, how are you? It's James Lowe with iHeartRadio. How are you today?
2: I'm good. How are you?
1: Pretty good, actually. Uh, give me about five seconds here. I'm going to patch in our co-host, Jay Izzo here on Skype, okay. and we are going to okay. do some chatting with you. Uh, by the way, if uh, you want to get more information, uh, Carol, how, how do they get a hold of you online? I'm assuming you have a website and, yeah, wait, and everything wait, wait, else. One second,
2: one second, one second. Ken, Ken. Uh, we'll explain to Ken, Tiffany. Okay. <laughs> I had somebody on the other line. Not okay. a problem. Uh, Not a problem. Get, they can go to my website, which is terroristtherapist.com Terrorist you're you're hearing it right therapist therapist.com
1: I love that. It is uh, it is the fantastic Carol Lieberman. She's with us today here in our broadcast. The topic today is President Trump certifiably insane. And uh, <laughs> some of his supporters say President Trump is a genius. A growing number of his detractors say he's insane. Our guest today is Dr. Carol Lieberman, a forensic psychiatrist, three-time Emmy-honored TV personality, radio talk show host of The Dr. Carol's Couch, and best-selling author, whose latest book is Lions, Tigers, and Terrorists. Oh, my. How to Protect Your Child at a Time of Terror. She's an expert witness in high-profile cases where she interviews people including murderers with a whole range of psychiatric disorders probing deep into their minds for answers to nearly unthinkable questions. Dr. Carol Lieberman is with us today. And also, we've got Jay Izzo joining us here on Skype as well. Um, my first question, uh, Dr. Carol, is the American Psych- Psychiatric Association has long held to the Goldwater Rule with regard to what sort of opinions... Uh, psychiatrists are allowed to give publicly. Kind um, of tell us a little bit about that.
2: Yes. Uh, the Goldwater rule uh, came from the presidential uh, race with Goldwater okay. when uh, some therapists started talking about Goldwater, uh, demeaning his, you know, saying that he was not fit to be president and that kind of thing. And um, so they made a, the American Psychiatric Association made a rule saying that um, psychiatrists can't talk about people who they haven't personally examined. And so this group of um, therapists, they're kind of a mixed bunch. Uh, there's a psych- at least one psychiatrist, and then there's, it was led by a psychologist and um, other therapists. They, they are flaunting this rule um, because because well, first of all, because they haven't personally examined him, and because really they have uh, political motives, you know, they would like to see him impeached.
1: We've got uh, Doctor Jay Izzo with us today as well, uh, Doctor. I know that you've got some questions for the Doctor, so I'll uh, let well, you jump well, in I, there well, as well. Well,
0: I'm, I'm, well hi, Doctor Lieberman, how are you?
2: Hi. I tell are you one of the people in this group? Yes. No. No, yes, no. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. I, don't, I don't know which group. I don't know which group I'm in yet. But, uh, yeah.
2: <laughs> the duty to warn group. <laughs> well, you know what? No, you know
0: what? I am. I am a realist. Uh, I, I did some forensic psychology in uh, Medical Lake, Washington, in Washington State, right after Ted Bundy in the hospital there, right after Ted Bundy was executed, and uh, so I'm very well acquainted with the Goldwater Rule when it comes to uh, both psychiatry and psychology that we're not allowed to, you're typically have not been allowed to say anything about a candidate or anybody that you've never personally, um, you know, have done any work with. And so I, I, I understand that I, but I find it ironic because as you well know, I, I belong to the APA, the American Psychological Association. And as you well know, um, they're constantly giving their opinion (laughs) about (laughs) what the mental status is of 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 the president so i i find that whole goldwater rule thing to be just kind of i don't know what the word i'm trying to find here is but i just find it foolish because they're actually doing it anyway so in, in, in in a subtle in a subtle way i mean you have to admit Right? I mean, I mean I, I'm, I'm reading, I am reading everything in American Psychologist and all the other things that I get uh, on, a, on a regular basis. And I'm like going, well, you are diagnosing him, you're just not coming out and saying it.
2: Right, right. Yes, right? But yes they, they, well, the really uh, ironic or hypocritical thing yeah. is that they're calling him, uh, mainly they're saying that he has malignant narcissism or pathological <laughs> right. narcissism or that <laughs> right. he's a sociopath or even has dementia. And of course, this group um, are the biggest group of narcissists. <laughs> no, right. I haven't met them. Um, that, you know, they're just trying to get media attention for themselves, and it, they're of course trying to advance their political agenda. You know, it's. I mean, I'll have to, for full disclosure, I certainly, for years, <laughs> um, and continuing, uh, a- analyze. You know, people in the news um, who I haven't met. Uh, mainly I do it because uh, they, you know, if they, like for example, someone who is has an addiction, so he's in the news, um, and I use that to talk to people about whatever that addiction is. Um, but I don't have a political, you know, I don't do this with some kind of secret, or it's not so secret now, but some kind of political motive, uh, other than to, it's just to <laughs> give people, you know, it's much more interesting when you talk about a particular example Um, then Joe blow down the block who is addicted to alcohol.
0: I I agree. And, you know, you kind of led into the next question, which was what, what conditions, uh, see, does the medical quote unquote medical psychological profession seem to say that plagues, um, Donald Trump and you brought up the narcissism. And by the way, we're talking with Dr. Carol Lieberman and on the Jiggy Jaguar show, I find this so interesting because you said it right out of the blocks, right? I mean, this whole narcissism thing is, we called it, don't we call it mirror imaging? <laughs> when you were, right? When uh-huh. you're actually taking a page out of your own book and then applying it to someone else, right? I think uh, there's, it, I mean, it's almost like a mirror image when I when I hear them talk about narcissism. And, and here's the other irony or hypocritical piece that I find is, you know, we just came up with the DSM-5. And, uh, by the way, for those who are listening, DSM is the Diagnostical Th- Statistical Manual of Mental Disorders, and it's, it's the fifth edition, and um, I'm sure it's going to be revised here soon again, even though we just came out with it not too long ago. And we were, there was actually talk, rumors, that we were going to get rid of narcissism in the DSM. Mm. Right? I mean, that before the DSM-5 DSM came out, there was actually, right, are we on the 5 or are we on the six?
2: Uh, well, are we well, what? Uh, no, DSM. so five, five right, is what. Well, yeah. I mean, you know, to tell you the truth, I, I, I was once um, on one of the committees for the DSM. I'm not going to say which one. Okay. <laughs> um, and uh, and I saw how political it was. Oh my God. Uh, and so you know, it kind of when you when you sort of see that from the inside. Uh, I mean, the same thing was uh, had to do with diagnosing. Um, homosexuality and all that, and how to put the, you know, how to, should, should it be in the DSM, all yeah. these things. There's so much that really is political that um, it's hard to, you know, other than, like, for, as a forensic psychiatrist, of course, you need to use it to explain, sure. you know, to make it credible and all that. But, I mean, I was just sort of very disillusioned when I actually was on one of these committees and saw how these things get decided. But um, but you know one of the things that I find and I think you'll find as a psychologist fascinating is that uh, there was this woman. Well, I don't know if it's a woman or a man. Her name is (laughs) their name is Bandy Lee, uh, who was a who's a professor at Yale, and um, this person was uh, the editor or one of the editors of the book that they wrote about Trump being unfit and so on. Mm -hmm. And then the main um, man who's the head of this duty to warn. She has apparently realized that, or her colleagues have made her realize that it is not cool to be associated with him. I think he's kind of gone off the deep end. Um, that's not a, a diagnosis in the DSM. Right, but, right, right. Yeah, no, it's not. Um, and um, and I, she has now, or you know, I, I, the person Bandy has now uh, tried to distance uh, themselves from the this other group, the main group. Even though they wrote the book for the group. Right. Um, so, so, you know, so I mean, it kind of just shows that there's all of this dissension even within the group, and it's not particularly professional, or, you know, why would this be happening? Um, so it's just very unfortunate, because, uh, because, because now what's happening is that the, this group, um, duty to warn, which, of course, is misusing that term, first of all, that's, means if you are a therapist and you have a patient who tells you or you from what they've told you you believe that they're going to be dangerous to someone you're supposed to warn the police and if you know that other person you're supposed to warn them but so that's why they're calling themselves as an excuse duty to warn like they have the duty to warn the american public about how unfit trump is but in fact um of course you know he wasn't their patient and it doesn't apply and um and now they 're showing their true colors by uh, raising money they've formed a pack to uh, to try to get him impeached to, to try to give money oh, to, sure. to to people who are running for office who are going to be more likely to agree to impeach him
0: yeah and, and, which is, which is interesting because I mean I, I wanna, I wanna, I, 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 it, it's just because it's the craziness of what with what's happening here and I want to go back to the this whole thing of this the diagnosis. That's coming out because one of the one, one of the other ones you said, the sociopath or psychopath, which we we have to now call antisocial personality disorder, because right. we really can't use psychopath or sociopath anymore. that's our that's our clinical term, antisocial personality disorder. Mm-hmm. But it's the same, thing. how can you get away if you've never if you've never been in session, how do you get away with calling somebody a psychopath or a sociopath?
2: Because the media loves it. <laughs> that's how.
0: I mean, that's just, um, that's just crazy. You know, they're
2: eating me. this stuff up.
0: That is just crazy. By they, I,
2: yes, by they, I mean the media is eating but, this stuff up. But,
0: okay, but but they're not eating up. What about what about the celebrity thing that's going on? I don't see the media eating this up so much, right? The celebrities, the, the whole thing, um, like Harvey Weinstein. Um, isn't he fair game for therapists uh, to well, address publicly? And the, and, and the other celebrities to to some degree?
2: well yes um, I mean, I think that they have jumped on him too that that seems to um have gotten way out of control i i don't I'm not saying not necessarily um psychiatrists or psychologists analyzing him, although I've done some interviews about him but but that's a good example because you know I'm not trying to get him uh, elected or not elected or even right. thrown out of the producers you know I think that's all kind of sad but um But talked about, you know, sort of the, that brings up the whole issue of sexual harassment, and you can teach people about that. Um, But, yeah, I think the media, I mean, I don't know what you think about this, but um, the fact that there every day there are more and more women coming out of the woodwork claiming that he sexually um, harassed them, I mean, this is a very busy guy. You know, it's amazing he ever got movies made. So I think part of it is the women. Certainly he did harass some. I mean, certainly some of it has to be true. But I think that there are people who are coming out of the woodwork who are kind of um, inflating what, exaggerating what he supposedly did to them to get their 15 minutes of fame.
0: Well, I mean, because it's sounding to me, Dr. Lieberman, and and I'm no sex therapist, but it's sounding to me like he was having more sex than you, Hefner. <laughs> I mean, I mean, yes, this whole exactly. I mean, it, I mean, with as many people as been coming forward, I'm like going, uh, uh, w- "Wow! I mean, how did this guy build his <laughs> empire? I mean, holy cow! Did, was there another Playboy Mansion we didn't know about called the Weinstein Mansion? You know, yes, I'm, I'm just, right. or maybe the Weinstein Castle? Maybe that would be better. I don't know. I'm okay. just, I'm just curious because it just seems to me that, um, like you said, I mean, every, and then every movie star. Is now getting just crushed right now. I mean, I I am there. Kevin Spacey is just. I mean, he is just getting yeah. crushed. And then who else did I just recently see? Dustin Hoffman, just today I saw people coming out. Dustin Hoffman now and and I mean I'm like going wow, wow. And I'm I'm yeah. interested. I'm interested because you know the um, media has been so supported by uh-huh. Hollywood. And so now I'm interested, what does the media do with this? Because
2: uh-huh.
0: as more and more, right, as more of the more come out, I mean, it's like, these are your ardent supporters, now what do you do? So, yes, all right, so yes. I got to, yeah, so there's another question here, but you can't, now, everything that we've talked about here to this point, this celebrity thing, you can't deny, though, that there are some narcissistic issues that may be associated with President Trump, though, right? I mean, everything said. I mean, I mean, if you and I were to look at this as objectively as we possibly could. And by the way, and I've got the DS, I'm looking at the DSM-5 right now. And I'm, right, I mean, don't we all kind of have narcissistic traits? I mean, I mean, if you're going to be in that position, I mean, I'm on the radio, you're on the radio. Aren't you and I a little narcissistic, too? <laughs> I'll
2: admit to some narcissism, <laughs> but it's a narcissistic trait. And, right. and yes, does, does Trump have some narcissistic traits? Yes. But um, that's different from malignant narcissism or psychopathological narcissism. And I believe that uh, if you're going to run for president of the United States, you had better have some healthy narcissism, or how would you think you're going to run the number one country in the world and beat out all the, the – I mean, he had to beat out 16 other Republican candidates, no less Hillary Clinton. So you have to kind of have some um, uh, narcissistic traits at least to do that but that's very different from what they are and that's not dangerous what but you know what the kind of narcissism they're talking about is dangerous
0: yeah how do we how do we define that cuz i'm i'm looking at 301.81 narcissistic personality disorder right how do we how do we delineate how do we come up with dangerous narcissism i mean look you know we get it you know grand sense of self importance right, such as you exaggerate your achievement, your talents, et cetera, so forth, preoccupied with fantasies of unlimited success, power, brilliance, believes that he or she is special and unique, requires excessive admiration, has a sense of entitlement, is uh, interpersonally exploitive, lacks empathy or is unwilling to recognize or identify with well, the Well, field- for one thing,
2: I, you know, I do not believe that he lacks empathy. I don't either. Um, I mean, I think that's one of the things that got him elected, that right. the American people could see just how much he really does care for this country.
0: Right, no, and, and I agree with you, I'm, that's why I'm reading this list, and I'm going, show me the dangerous narcissism piece.
2: Well, no, but they're not saying that it's, yes, I understand what you're saying, um, that even if he did fit the the right. category of, of a personality disorder, where right. why is that dangerous? Yeah, I mean, they're talking about uh, narcissistic personality disorder on steroids kind of thing, right. you know? Right, right um, there, you're right. There is no malignant. There is nothing malignant. I mean, if, you know, it's degree. How much do you, I, I guess, theoretically, if you had some of these things to a super degree, um, but, but no, it doesn't say anything about violence. It doesn't say anything no. about, you know, anything that's dangerous.
0: Well, no, yeah, that's the point I think is that if you're going to call him a narcissist, my question is, do you even know what narcissist, what, <laughs> what the, what the, what it, what you're saying? Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, I don't even think people understand what they're saying when they say right. when the media says, "Well, he's a narcissist." Well, you are a narcissist mm-hmm. <laughs> by by definition. Otherwise, you would not be on you would not be on radio or TV. I'm I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. You have in that business. You 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 of all people, Dr. Lieberman, know because you're one of the most successful psychiatrists on TV and have done amazing amazing work on TV. And you know. That you ha- that business requires a certain level of narcissism in order to be successful. Yes. Right. I mean, am I am I am I right on that? I mean, I'm not making that up, right? I'm not. I'm not. I
2: mean, you know, yes, it kind of all um, does depend upon degrees, um, but you know, when I mean, there are some people who do these, you know, are in the media. For more narcissistic reasons than others. In other words, uh, you know, more narcissism versus really trying to help people.
0: Right. Yeah. Well, and I don't, and I, and I don't see this. I don't see this with Trump that he won the presidency to inflate his ego.
2: Right. I mean, he already I'm, was a billionaire, right? I mean, right. Uh, or a I mean, multimillionaire I'm, or whatever. Yeah, I mean,
0: he <laughs> actually took, he's actually taken a pay cut. So. <laughs> yes. Right. So, I, I mean. I mean, I don't see this as being, it just doesn't fit the category of narcissism as we know it. So, so okay, we've thrown narcissism out, basically what we've come out. So if you're listening, we're talking to Dr. Carol Lieberman, and, and we've already gotten rid of the fact that he's got narcissistic traits. He's not really a narcissist. So why don't you touch on a few other traits that come up with Donald Trump?
2: Well, you know, of course there are some really good traits. I mean, the thing, I guess the number one thing is I, every time um, I read or hear, uh, like the, every day, every day there's a barrage of news um, about something. They twist whatever he did around and um, make it bad. Um, I'm not talking even about just this group of therapists. I'm talking in general, the media. Um, you know, if he has Russian dressing on his salad, he's in collusion with the Rus- Russians. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> if he has a white absolutely. Russian or a black Russian to drink, he's in collusion. Um, but even things like when he called the um, family member of the uh, serviceman who died, they warped that, twisted that around. Um, so I, I ask myself when I, you know, get up, the first thing I do when I get up in the morning is turn on Google. Uh, to find something interesting to tweet about. And, um, and you know, the headlines, they're always, the, the top headlines are always things that, that he did wrong. And um, I asked myself, if I got up every morning and, and turned on Google and saw all these things about me, uh, you know, it would be really hard to face the day and get good things accomplished if I felt like everybody in the world was against me. Sure. And so contrary to his being so mentally ill that he's unfit, I think the fact that he has gone on and done all these things and persevered and really cared about uh, the country and uh, did all of these things, you know, worked so hard every day, clearly, uh, I think that that's a testament to just how healthy, how mentally healthy he is.
0: I, I could not agree more. We're talking to Dr. Carol Lieberman, author of the book, by the way, Lions, Tigers, and Terrorists. So, oh, My. How to protect your child in a time of terror. So You even sure you...
1: pronounced the exclamation point. I think that is awesome.
0: I did. <laughs> I, I did. I mean, listen, I, I listen, I watched I watched Wizard of Oz. I get it. I knew where she was going here. And I love it. I think it's clever. As an author of my own book, I love the clever title. So I love it, you know, when I see authors, other authors and professionals do something. Lions and tigers and terrorists. Oh my. How to protect your child in a time of terror. And uh, by the way, her website is terroristtherapist, and I, I want to just tell .com, and I want to just tell listeners about this. So when you go to Dr. Carol, the terrorist therapist, the official site of uh, Dr. Carol Lieberman, she's, she has right on the top, I am a therapist, psychiatrist, who's dedicated her life since 9-11 to helping fam- my families keep calm and carry on. I am not a therapist for terrorists, nor am I a terrorist. And I just find that so fabulous. So I, I, well, I want to commend you on that. That's awesome.
2: Well, you know, there's an interesting story behind that. That wasn't originally on my website. But um, uh, when my book came out, which was, you know, for the an- this anniversary of 9-11 in time for that, um, I started getting people asking, you know, when I was doing more publicity, I started, people started asking, well, Okay, now I I knew that they would ask what's a terrorist therapist, and that's fine. That's part of why I picked that, you know, to get people curious, to ask questions, to find out, Then I could talk about why it's so important to to help your children become more resilient and talk to them about terrorism and what you should do and all that. Um, But there were some people who who were wondering, um, you know, just the things that I said. Am I a therapist for terrorists, or Uh am I a terrorist, you know, who got sort of stymied by that? And, and couldn't sort of get past that. So I thought, I better put this on my website and make it clear. I didn't really think that that would be necessary, but apparently right. it is.
0: Well, I, I, well, I love it, though. I'm, I'm just, just, just commending it. By the way, Dr. Carol Lieberman, we're talking with, uh, author of Lions and Tigers and Terrorists, so oh my, and uh, How to Protect John Time of Terror, and she's also talking to us about Trump and how the psychiatry profession and the psychology profession have come together with the media to diagnose all of the President's uh, psychological issues and maybe non issues. Maybe that's a better way of putting it as well. Mm-hmm. Where, where, where are we? What do you see? I mean, what's, what, what do you see as the end game? I know this isn't one of the questions on the list, but what do you see That's as the right. end game? Uh, as the end game, in terms of where we're—I mean, are we are just going to see this get worse? Are we going to see this getting escalated in, in terms of trying to diagnose Trump as somebody who is unfit for the presidency? I mean, do you see that? I mean, what's your what's your thought process? Well,
2: you know, um, I mean, people. I, I, I I think it's a bunch of sore losers who don't want to give up the ghost, you know, who are still angry about how, how, like, still shocked and angry about how the election turned out. And, um, they're trying to do everything they can from the Russia alleged collusion. Of course, now it's turning out that really Hillary had more collusion and damage than uh anything that Trump could have done, and that yeah, nothing she sold twenty per-
0: she sold twenty percent of her uranium rights to Russia. well done Hillary yes. well done. well done, thank you <laughs> which,
2: which is what the bombs are made of, by right. the way, as I'm sure Unfolding. you know um, <laughs> uh but you know, and now some. Uh, people in Congress are turning to to this, to this group trying to say that Trump is unfit, and the 25th Amendment saying, you know, detailing what you do, uh, how you replace a a president if he's unfit, because because they're not really getting very much um, backing for impeachment, impeachment, at least not at this point. So if you go a different route, slightly different route, and you um, try to get him declared unfit, that would be another way i I admire President Trump for you know yes he's being he's he's not happy with things that people say about negative things, these kinds of things that people say, but he is just you know putting one foot in front of the other and and getting work done or trying to and um and so I think I'm hoping that it will in time die down as more people um are are more aware of um, the the positive things that he's doing. I mean, of course, he's not having an easy time of it in Congress, and so um, things are getting kind of stuck, but he's not giving up on things. And, um, you know, it's interesting. I just want to – I think you'll find this study interesting. Um, It came out just recently. There was a study of people where they asked questions of people, different demographics, how worried are you about terrorism? How serious of a threat do you think that that is? And people who, were, who identified themselves as Republicans were much more worried about terrorism and saw it as a much more serious threat than people who identified themselves as Democrats. Now, if you look at the tragic uh, terror attack that occurred just recently in New York, um, that man, <laughs> that terrorist, was not asking as he drove his truck down the street trying to hit people. He did not ask them first, are you a Democrat or a Republican? He just was trying to kill as many Americans, which kind of, that's kind of uh, ironic since uh, five of them were from <laughs> Argentina. But in any case, <laughs> that's, that's he right. was trying to kill as many Americans as possible. So, you know, I mean, that is the number one um, threat to our country, and that is the number one thing that Trump has been trying to address, from his campaign to what he's been doing in office and so on. And um, so I think people need to kind of realize that, you know, we're an equal opportunity target. We're not going (laughs) to, any terror attack is not going to ask us what party we belong to. And we do need to start, um, you know, working on ourselves to becoming more resilient and to um, talking to our children about terrorism, which, of course, is why I wrote the book. And, uh, you know, and, and start taking this seriously instead of, and I'm not saying hide under the covers every day, not get out of bed, but just doing this in a healthy way of preparing psychologically and physically in a healthy way um, so that we can become more resilient.
0: That's awesome. That is uh, awesome. We're with, we, yeah, we're with Dr. Carol Lieberman. Uh, The terrorist therapist and author of the book Lions and Tigers and Terrorists, oh my, how to protect your child in a time of terror. (laughs) Dr. Carol, I want to just say, I I feel like the time went so fast and I could talk to you for hours on end. And sadly, I can't do that on Mm -hmm. the radio. Uh, But you are marvelous. And I just want to encourage people to, first of all, check out her website, terroristtherapist.com. Dot com that's terrorist therapist dot com she is not a therapist a terrorist and she is not a terrorist either but she is a fabulous she is a fabulous source of information and she is uh, stepping outside I'm telling you what she is doing right now is almost unheard of in our fields of psychology and psychiatry and I commend you to the highest degree Dr. Lieberman and p well, please pl- people. Look for her book, Lions and Tigers and Terrorists, oh my, and don't just look for it. I want you to buy it. <laughs> so I need you to go purchase. Don't just see it. Don't just I, pick it up. Take it home. By the way, Christmas is coming. Buy a couple for friends. I'm sure you have friends. Buy a few. Uh, there, You can certainly get that either through her website or wherever books are sold. Just ask for uh, Lions and Tigers and Terrorists, oh my. Dr. Yes. Lieberman, Thank you so much for your time. You are a tremendous guest, and I hope we get to talk to you soon.
2: Well, thank you so much.
1: Thank you, Doctor. We're going to take a break, and uh, we will reconnect with Jay Izzo after our break. And uh, I want to thank uh, both the doctors for being with us. And uh, we're going to take a brief timeout. And when we come back, we're going to chat with Chuck Vollner here on iHeartRadio amfm247.com if you want to be a member of amfm247.com check out the website go over there and get some more information on this we've got more
2: coming up here on our big program